You're listening to The Wally Show podcast. You can hear the live version every weekday morning through the Way FM app or following along with us at wayfm.com slash Wally. The Wally Show podcast is brought to you by Colorado Christian University Online, where Wally teaches and where you can earn a degree online just like Betty Rock. You can learn more at ccu.edu slash Wally. This podcast is also brought to you by United Faith Mortgage. Let their direct lender advantage save you time and money. Uplifting Way FM. News can be a little heavy, so we like to do news-ish. Here's Betty. After more than 130 years, the Ringling Brothers Circus, they shut down back in 2017. And this was mainly because the general public had concerns about the care of the animals that would perform. And we're asking... But did we? Yeah, we did. <laughs> did we really? Yeah, and we're asking that the did... circus drop these acts altogether. I don't remember asking that. It's I never not... said that. No, yeah. because bears and, and lions yeah. and elephants, they're oh not my. meant to be <laughs> rolling on Balls and it's waving at people or jumping through a they don't know that. ring of fire. <laughs> it's not normal. Okay. Ticket sales weren't selling so hot, so the big top shut down. But they just announced that after a five-year hiatus, they're oh. back. Yes. Oh. Now it's going to look a little different. There will be no elephants, Duh. lions, monkeys, what horses, ta- no what? animals. That's not a circus then. That's the whole point of a circus is you see things that you don't normally see. Well, you you still will. Instead, there will be human performances. Oh, so they're now animals and no one's having a problem with that. You I don't. See. No, they made yeah. a choice. Okay, fine. Working <laughs> here is like a circus. Why would I go? <laughs> so it includes tightrope performers, okay. acrobats, huh? jugglers, contortionists, okay. and fine. stunt bike riders. Okay, so you're circus. Cirque du Soleil is basically you just you're just doing what Cirque du Soleil does. The but you get that awesome made food you different and... was elephants. No, no, yeah. because the elephants aren't meant to do that. Have you seen Dumbo? You know how those things happen. That's true. I, I mean, I look. I'm not for animal abuse by any stretch of the imagination. But you could extend this same thought into zoos. You like zoos, right? Yes. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, but you could extend the exact same thought into zoos. They're not supposed to be True. in cages. True. And, and, and that's where you see wildlife that you never have a chance to see. True, but sometimes those animals that are in captivity are because they were raised in captivity. And if they... Could that d- not be said about the circus? Uh-oh! No, no. <laughs> because what if, what if a little baby animal is found all alone yes. and there's no one there to raise it? Right. So you can take it to the zoo Cir- and then or it, circus. Will, it will live a happy and comfortable life like a normal animal. Or a rock star in a circus. No, it's not trained to do something it doesn't want to do. Well, it's like the animal has a job. I think you could alter what like things you do so they're not demeaning to animals or like you you could show animals like what they do more in their natural habitat kind of thing like maybe you could shift the performance aspect of it so it's not like Dumbo putting on a clown face and flying yeah, you know? it's just not like right. so maybe you did the, maybe you could do maybe in a perfect world we could do both I don't like it I don't like it though okay <laughs> <laughs> for Betty it's not it's too animally and for me it's not animally enough so good luck good luck with the circus Uplifting way of him, this is The Wally Show. And we play so much great music here that becomes kind of the soundtrack of your life. And we've talked about this before, like how when you're in high school, those songs meant something to you. I mean, like for me, anything Bon Jovi, I mean, instantly takes me back. But I'm curious, what if we go back a little farther than that? Because you know the songs you were listening to in school, but like what were the songs... 
from your childhood that you heard echoed in your house that like your parents were playing? Because I think there was even more of a time, like in my house, we would have a radio playing a lot, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that, that's the same thing. I think people listen on Alexa and stuff now mm-hmm. uh, at home, but uh, like that was a thing that music was in our house, you know. Yeah. And when you hear that song, it instantly takes you back to your childhood home yeah. and, and you have all the smells, all the sights. You can just picture it. Okay. I'm curious for you, Betty, because I know Danny Ray. Danny Ray was a musical eclectorian. Uh, he, Still uh, is. Yeah. And he was like, by golly, girl, I'm going to raise you on uh, good music and lots of it so yeah so in my house we were big fans of the andy griffith show and we oh, yeah. still are but there's a band on there called the darlings but in real life they actually were a band really? a bluegrass band oh, all of this checks out and my dad played them all the time the dillards Oh my goodness! That so, explains everything. Yeah, like no wonder you're the way you are. No wonder you sound the way you sound. You were raised by this. And how crazy is that? Dooley, his neighbor, your parents' neighbor, is named Dooley. I know, oh, so right? Funny. Like, how that, crazy is that? Yeah, that's insane. But anyways, when I hear that music or when I watch that show, it just takes me back to my childhood. That's crazy, Gavin. What about you? What did you kind of grow up here? I legitimately grew up listening to the music that we play on this station. I'm sorry, because like, you're so much younger. Yeah, so like my parents always changed the station to um, our enemy in ministry. Oh, no, um, no, don't say it. I know, I know. <laughs> but they still play great music. They, no, so, they do not. I know. but They the, do nothing right. <laughs> one of the songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still have to teach him some things. Yeah, I understand. I mean, I turned out. No, no, I'm awful. Never mind. Okay, sorry. So the the song that I remember the most from my childhood was getting in the car and hearing Casting Crowns East to the West. Jesus, can you show me just how far the East is from the West? That's interesting because, like, yeah, I was full on work in here, like, way into my career. Like, yeah. On the on well, the back half of my career, you, I think honestly you might have been pressing play on songs like this yeah. when I was like ten years old. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. That one goes back. Uh, for me, uh, it was uh, I, I, the one song I remember all the time uh, from my parents was by Johnny Mathis, and it was called uh, "The Twelfth of Never." You ask how long I'll love you. <laughs> I'll tell. Be careful. Because this was my mom and dad's song. Because back in the day, parents had songs, you know, and they would dance to them, you know. And I still remember those moments if this song was playing or something like that, my mom and dad would dance, you know. It's so super sweet, you know, to see. And it brings me back really great memories of those moments and memories of my dad who passed away. It's amazing how all three of those songs hit so many different genres. Yeah, I know. That's exactly it. So, all right. So what is it for you? Let's take yours right now. What are the songs that you grew up hearing or one song you remember permeating the house uh, that was like maybe something that helped formulate your musical uh, taste today? 855-33-WAY-FM is the number. That's 855-33-WAY-FM. We'd love to hear your songs right now. What's an example of that for you, Joey? Well, like you, Ollie, I listened to Johnny Mathis. Grew up listening to him. You ask And also Elvis. Elvis Presley was played in my house all the time. Rock. Jailhouse Rock. Come on and do the jailhouse rock. And Hound Dog. Hey. Hey. 
Oh, all of those great I was ones. Always playing. I remember yeah. going through and my mom having a box of records. They were 45s, the little ones. And I remember uh -huh. as a kid going through this and she had a ton of Elvis and things like that. And I'm like, so like were you like the hip kid, you know, back in the day, Ma? Like like it would have been like in essence listening to One Direction. I wanna stay. You know, for a kid today. Oh yeah. You know? oh, yeah. oh yeah. My daughter is 30. She loves Elvis. My granddaughter's name is Presley, um, oh. and all of my kids, all my friends love Elvis because of my house. That my is awesome. <laughs> well, hey, girl, I appreciate yeah. you being on with us today. That's great. Thank you. All right. Y'all have a good day. What's an example of a song? We listen to a lot of Carol King and James Taylor, and the one song I remember is I Feel the Earth Move by Carol King. Yes, that is a great Carol King song. I didn't realize how many songs she had written till uh, my daughter, who's like super into theater, took me to see the Broadway musical about her life. I think it's called Beautiful, uh, the Carol King story. Yes, yeah, a lot of good songs, a lot of memories. And then you, when you see the story of her life and kind of what she went through and things like that, you see, oh, I see how it influenced what you were writing and why you were writing what you did. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, it is. Well, Jessica, thanks for being on with us. All right. Thank you. All right, Meredith, you're up. What was that song that you kind of remember as a kid echoing through the halls of your house? Well, my dad was a military guy. He fought in Vietnam and... Um, we had a 1979 red um, car, and he would, and it had an eight-track in it. It was a Thunderbird, and he would pop the eight-track into "Proud to Be an American" by Lee Greenwood, and we would sing it at the top of our lungs. such a powerful memory of him and, and growing up I lost him in 2020 to cancer and like it just every time I hear it it like just makes me sob so um, I can't help but sing it with all the pride I got and that's great I love having pride in this country and your dad serving and and being proud that he served especially in a war that was super unpopular and this is a song that you cannot not sing at the top of your yeah. lungs correct absolutely absolutely it's so powerful and I, and I have three kids um, and I just try to instill that in them too it's so important to me for them to have pride in this country, especially in this season where it's just it's kind of hard to do that sometimes. So we listen to it at home, too. So I love it. Keeping your dad's memory alive with a little Lee Greenwood. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the men who died Who gave that fight to me And I gladly stand up next to you the Bible says in Second Deuteronomy of the Book of Jericho that uh, the eye for the tooth and the tooth for the people and everybody who got the eye, you punch them in it. What? I can tell you don't read the Bible.
Uplifting Way FM, this is The Wally Show. Did you know that you can get a free Bible uh, here at Way FM? WayFM.com. It's important to have the Word of God in people's hands. And so we have ministry partners like uh, Tyndale that uh, we do the New Living Translation Bible. We have other people that when they support this ministry, they're helping support Bibles being mailed out because it's not cheap, but it's important. And so to underscore the importance of knowing the Word of God, Gavin from time to time will give Betty Rock and I a quiz to see how we're doing, see if we're actually putting our Bibles to good use or not. So Gavin, what do you got? Okay, so the first question is, which book of the Bible mentions a mowed lawn? And I have what? multiple choice. A mowed lawn. Okay, go ahead. Ruth, Psalms, or Revelation? Wally, here's my thought process. Do it. Uh, Ruth, because... Maybe she was being told to mow the lawn. Uh, you know, they didn't have mowers back then. <laughs> I'm gonna go Revelation. No, oh. you can't. No, I said you no. You said Ruth at the beginning. No, I said I was gonna go through my thought process, and that was my thought process. I'm gonna go Revelation because I think it was talking about what perfect heaven would look like, <laughs> and like in perfect <laughs> heaven, everyone's lawn is mowed. So that's I'm going funny. that way. Uh, am I right? You are not. No. Well, that's good news for you, Lady Rock. I'm going with Psalms because it seems like. Some Something David would lament over. Lament. <laughs> I lament every time That's I have funny. to mow my lawn, and my wife gets frustrated by it. That is correct. No! Uh, it says Psalm seventy-two what? six. It says, "May he be like rain falling on a mown field." What? So, Look okay. At that. In a positive way. Wasn't, I knew that. Wasn't too. Oh, you did. Nicely done, Good Betty for Rock. You. Okay, so next question: How many days after Jesus was born did he officially get named? We know that oh. you know the angel said his name is going to be Jesus, right? But then they didn't Betty. actually. Oh, go ahead. Betty. Without the eight days. If you got this like with no hints, that's pretty impressive. Eight Gavin, days. is she right? You're correct. <laughs> How did you know that? There was a book I was reading about that's this, amazing. and I forget really what the point was. But mainly, what they said was. Jesus didn't get his real name. It was kind of like oh. their tradition. Their tradition. Uh, yeah, you wait I eight days. I am so sorry to sound so surprised because that <laughs> ma- makes it seem like I've set the bar so low for you. Right. But that was impressive. That Thank was really you. good. Okay. Well, one more because I, I, I don't think I can win unless this is no, worth a million points. You can't. Well, it's not. Okay, okay. So according to the Old Testament, what was one thing the Israelites could not eat? Deer, ox, or rabbit? Oh, don't know if I'd want to eat Betty. any of those. Yeah, I would say ox because didn't they say something about it couldn't have a cleft cloven hoof? hoof. Yeah, is that is right? incorrect. Okay. Dang it! Ah, oh, boy, I'm I'm really torn between deer and rabbit. I'm mm, I'm gonna go rabbit. I, I think deer's a staple. I'm gonna go rabbit. <laughs> it Am I was right? rabbit. Yes. Was and, there a reason? Well, no. I, oh, just you were actually right about you you the. Cloven foot thing, but it's flipped where they could. Oh, they uh, could have anything the, with the, the rabbit. Yeah, the rabbit. Well, I gotta okay. tell you, two to one, you did me in that time, yeah. right, Lady Rock. Yeah. Nicely done. Real good. Hey, if you want to have a Bible so you can look smart and be all showy like Betty, I mean, it's not really spiritual or, you know, whatever, <laughs> uh, but you could do that uh, with a free Bible at wayfm.com. Coffee shops, poolside, back porch, picnic table at the park, at your kid's soccer practice. Just about anywhere can be your classroom when you decide to go back to school online at Colorado Christian University. I know I got my degree online and I actually did a homework at a campsite. I was uh, sitting around a campfire writing a paper. That is where I did some of my work that weekend. So life doesn't have to stop just because you go back to school to better yourself. You can work towards this future and this goal that you want to 
accomplish, and it doesn't have to totally consume you or derail your normal life with friends, your family, or what have you. And you can earn accredited degrees from Colorado Christian without ever setting foot on campus. So there really shouldn't be an excuse to not going back to school. If it's something you really want to do, you can do it. And all you have to do is go to ccu.edu slash Wally to learn more. And the other really important thing is that Colorado Christian is committed to cultivating the mind without compromising the heart. So check it out, ccu.edu slash Wally. Uplifting WayFM. Stories that accentuate the positive. It's the Wally Show. Big day for women's sports. Uh, Betty Rock, you'll love this. Uh, Women who play soccer for the United States will now earn the same amount as men in a landmark equal pay uh, case. That's insane to me that it's... We're in the 21st century and we're still dealing with this kind of stuff well it is and it's not speaking as a man uh no no honestly like i do have a little bit of a different take on this we'll get to that in in a second but they say that same pay includes appearance fees game bonuses uh and provide the same work conditions absolutely you should have same gyms and things like that or 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 equitable that if you work out differently then you should have the best uh, equipment like the men have absolutely and if for doing events totally there but be careful what you wish for though this Ooh. was very interesting the two teams now will pool their world cup prize money which is uh, unequally distributed by FIFA so they're going to pool it together and uh, then it will be dispersed out from there but that's a bad deal for the women because the women have done better historically in World Cup than men like oh. the men's US soccer team did not qualify in 2018 their best finish was third place in 1930 Ooh. so men not tearing it up the women's uh, team on the other hand uh, they have won the World Cup four times they have six Olympic medals, and they recently won a bronze in the Tokyo Olympics. So they're actually doing better. So it's so funny. You're like, we want equal pay. And so then they build this rule, and then like, fine, let's do this. And then they win the lion's share of FIFA money, and now they have to distribute it. Yeah, it's nice. kind of a double-edged sword. Yeah. But I guess it's just the the point of it all is that, you know, women should be paid the same amount as men, especially if there's a demand for it. Absolutely. Well, that's the, that's the one thing. That's the one caveat to this that I can't get past, because I, I agree in equal pay. But, like, in a situation like this, if people are consuming the sports differently— so if more people are going to see men's soccer and say it's worth $100 million and your salaries are 65% of that money and women say generates $50 million, then you can't pay them equally because there's less money there, you know, and stuff. So what? What if it was a percentage, then that is more equitable to how people are consuming your product. Or are they getting a less percentage of viewers or demand because they aren't being allowed the same things that men are allowed? I mean, you could make that argument, but then it's also like it's the, the in a free market society, consumers decide the value. You know, people go to games or they don't go to games because they like it or don't like it. It'd be like if you worked at a company and it was a huge company and they paid their employees really well. And then you you like they had a thousand employees, so they're making more money. But you work at a place that has 10 people. You can't make as much as somebody else in that other situation because they're generating more. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But you could be paid compensated percentage wise equally. Like if an employee makes the 3% of what their overall budget is, you could also make 3% of what your overall budget is. Mm-hmm. It's a smaller budget. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, but it is it is a good first step, obviously, uh, for women's sports too, yeah. and equal pay for sure.
uplifting way fm this is the wally show and sometimes friendship can be a little on the annoying side uh that's what i experienced yesterday as somebody who claims to not care anything about me demonstrated otherwise uh she was very kind and very concerned about my health can i tell my side of the story now uh i'm almost done uh and uh and and she decided to reach out in love and uh, do something that was just a really great testament to how much you care about me rock so thank you so what you must you say is is love yes absolutely is, is actually job security <laughs> so okay. here's what happened wally passed a kidney stone the other day wow and then was drinking a mcdonald's coke which is one of his favorite drinks which she bought me i did yeah. surprised him with yeah it was a great surprise so and happy. then i realized the mistake i had made yeah. so i went and got him a bottled water disgusting and took <laughs> the coke from him and gave him the bottled water like and child. said you can have the coke after you drank all the water <laughs> and i couldn't do it i couldn't do it. as much as i love the coke oh. i couldn't drink the bottle of water because it's just horrible but i'm trying to help you i know just I know. accept the help i can't i can't do it I know, I know you're trying to help me and i know you claim it's because if i die then you're out of a job uh but you know i, I know it's love it's okay it's okay job security yeah no uh, so 855-33-WAY-FM. We'd love uh, having you on the show with us and getting your opinion on things. I'm curious if you've ever tried to help somebody, kind of like Betty, Angel uh, Betty, trying to help somebody who did not want to be helped. Uh, but boy, she kept trying. And she went to drastic <laughs> measures to do so. I could see this happening definitely if you're like in this this agreement together that you're going to lose weight with a friend oh, or a spouse. Yeah. And you're like, we're going to help each other. And then the other one is like having a weak moment. And they're like, yeah. but it's Oreo cookies. I know. And, yeah. Or like when you have, if you're in it with your wife and, and she goes to uh, get like seconds of something and you're like, hey, you want me to help you save that for later? Oh, <laughs> you see the words coming out of your mouth and you're like, stop she it. She doesn't want that help. No, not at all. All right. So how have you ever tried to help somebody who maybe didn't want your help? Some are serious for sure. And some can be more on the silly side. So whatever your story is, 855 33 Way FM. I think the important thing to remember, 855-33 Way FM, is that Betty loves me. So have you ever tried to help somebody only to have them not want your help, Jane? My husband. I uh, heard that putting vegetables, you know, I was trying to increase his vegetables. So I saw a recipe where you could uh, grind up carrots and put it in tomato sauce, spaghetti sauce. And uh, he didn't really like that too much. Now, did he not like the taste of it, or did he find out and he didn't like the idea of it? The texture. Did you tell him what you were doing? Afterwards, and he got upset. Okay, so he could just tell <laughs> something is amiss here. Right, right. Well, if you really, well, if you really want to get veggies into his life, um, just do a little bit of spinach in a smoothie, and and work your way through it. Like, like I, I, I've done that, and you don't taste it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're telling Jane that you have done this. I have. You have not. I have. You have a strawberry and banana smoothie, <laughs> yeah. and you throw one little spinach leaf. I'll in put, there. I'll put, I'll put a little handful in there. Tiny. I've got like, yeah, to see an it. infant's handful <laughs> in there. <laughs> <laughs> Jane, I appreciate you being honest, girl. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a you great have day. Have a very blessed day. All right, Crystal, you're up. What is that thing that you tried to help somebody with, but they just didn't want the help? Well, I bought my dad. My dad was a single father, and um, he had had his truck repossessed, and he was just in a bad time financially. 
So I bought a, a truck from a friend of mine. It was in great shape. I, I, we agreed on $5,000. Um, I went and got new tires, and I spent two years paying off these tires. Three days after I gave my dad the truck, he sold it for $3,000. Oh, no! That had to not feel good, like because you put a lot of time, effort, and, and thought into that. It, it really did. I was 18 at the time, and so I wasn't financially exactly on my feet. But at the same time, I thought, you know, I thought he needed a truck. Yeah. And apparently, God put it on my heart to do this. You know, that's the thing, though. Like, God put it on your heart, and you did what God told you to do. And that's where you have to let it go. Because what somebody does with your generosity after that isn't on you anymore. You did the right thing, and it didn't go the way you had hoped it would. But it doesn't negate you following God's le- leading in your life. Right. Well, and I wasn't upset. I still never told him how much I spent on the truck. I never told him how long I had paid off. the. You know, I didn't tell him any of that. Oh, you're better than me. I would have brought that up immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's Wally, and you've probably heard me talking many times about doing a cash-out refinance with United Faith Mortgage that it feels a little bit like deja vu. Hey, it's Wally, and you've probably heard me talking many times about doing it. You see what I did there. But seriously, the cash-out refinance with United Faith Mortgage was the best option for me personally, but maybe you're in a place where you need or want to buy a new home. Well, the same people that helped me with my refi can help you with your new home loan. United Faith Mortgage is a faith-based family of mortgage professionals who can help you get your financing in place so that when you find that perfect home, you're ready to go. The market is still competitive, and you have to make quick decisions, and having your loan secured can definitely help. United Faith Mortgage makes the process so easy, and I love that when I call my UFM guy Ryan, I get Ryan. And if he's ever on another line, he gets back to me super fast because in this market, timing is everything. So talk to the people that I trust for your home loan or refinance. United Faith Mortgage. Start online, call anytime. UnitedFaithMortgage.com. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Metal Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to NMLSConsumerAccess.org. Corporate Analyst number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. It's today's Music Insider. TMI. With Gavin. TMI, my friends. I think that we can go to one or two concerts a year and see these artists that we play on YFM and think, wow, like that's a really cool life. They've really got it made. But a lot of them would share that it's that it's far from the truth, that it actually can be very difficult to be on tour and on the road for maybe months at a time. And Darren from We Are Messengers, who you know from songs like this. Rest in the arms of Jesus, come with me! This song. You have to come on by. Very dramatic and very Irish. Very Irish. (laughs) So he actually uh, posted a video on the We Are Messengers Instagram page, kind of explaining what it's like for him and what it costs for him to be on the road. The problem with the calling in my life is that it requires going, and going requires leaving the ones I love most. It's a price that messes with my mind and tears at my heart. It isn't easy. We are all called to go in some way. Following requires leaving, and every one of us must take up our cross and follow in the way of Jesus. And knowing Darren, like I know Darren, this isn't one of those things of feel bad for me because I'm out on the road. Like that's never the thing because a lot of times we look at people's lives and we glamorize it. Like I would kill to do that. But... It's very true. A lot of these artists, when they're away, there's a cost for their family, and it causes problems that they're gone so much, but they're fulfilling their calling. And to be pulled between the two, I think, would be extremely difficult. Oh, absolutely. And I I grew up seeing my dad 
every day, basically. He, you know, served in the Air Force, and he did this trip to uh, Qatar that was three months where we didn't see him. But right. that was about it. And I know that Darren's lifestyle is going out on tour two or three times a year. I remember uh, talking to Josh Havens from the Afters years ago. We're talking about kids and raising kids, and they started having their kids, and he was talking about being lonely and missing his family on the road, and I was like, I was like, yeah, when your kid at school draws a picture of uh, you, you're in a computer screen, and he just goes, oh, because he's like, that's, That's that landed. Yeah, because it's very true. They're out doing what they do. Matthew West has talked about this before, and I like when artists are real honest about it because you know it's important but it's also equally important for them to be doing what they're doing but that you got to take care of your home life absolutely as well. well and people are like you know powerfully impacted by like the concerts sure. that these people do but then yes you're right like they have to have a healthy home life to basically present a healthy concert i would say absolutely well there you go that's going to do it for your tmi thank you gavin Uplifting Way FM, this is The Wally Show. And the other day, Pastor Chad, who is over our prayer wall at wayfm.com, and uh, he uh, has an office right near the studio, and walked down there, I'm like, hey, your office looks different. What do you, you get, like, all home design-y, watch some uh, home design shows, or what's your feng shui off, you know? I'm like trying to get to the bottom of why you moved your office. Uh, Pastor Chad, why did you redecorate your office? Well, it was a lot more practical in the sense that my desk was pointing in a direction that when I turned my head, I could see everything, everybody who went to the restroom yep. in our building. <laughs> yeah, his office, we respect our pastors. His office is right outside the bathroom. And like, I'm like, and, and every time, uh, for the first while when you first got here and stuff like that, I'd try to sneak in from the other direction <laughs> and not have you see me. Uh, That's impossible, though, because he can always see. I well, know. I know. I, he's like, I was like I the Santa Claus of the bathroom. <laughs> and then when someone's in there too long, you're like, oh, I know what they do. Yeah. I know. And it was, it, was, it was, trust me, it was like bad for you, but it's bad for the rest of us. We spent yep. like, what, six months avoiding eye contact, you know? <laughs> and then when you, you get used to you hearing, like, ah, it's Chad. I, I've, I've got a tinkle, so. Yeah, uh, you know, but I, I can imagine like as bad as it was for us, like not having your office like sitting right there is 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 not fun for you either. No, and it's pretty. Um, it's bad enough that when I r- saw a meme recently, I recounted it to Gavin because the meme was, "Do you know how to avoid office conflict? You drink a gallon of water every hour, so you're always in the bathroom. Oh. So you never." And that's Gavin. <laughs> He's the guy who's always in the bathroom. Yes, he knows Gavin. Uh, not only. His heart, but his bladder. That's what makes him such a great pastor here. So uh, it begs the question of this, okay? 855-33-WAY-FM. Have you ever changed something at your office, your workspace, something like that, out of just sheer necessity? Like, and like things that maybe people have not thought of, but you're like, the bathroom. I would have never thought of that, but I fully support your change. In our office, we, you, me, and Gavin, we all share the same office, and we're all facing the wall. And that's a good thing, because if I had to see y'all's faces I know. after the show, <laughs> yeah. come on. Every day, every day. So 855-33-WAY-FM. If you rearrange something, change something, covered up a window or whatever it is, what did you have to make the change in your workspace to keep your workspace being a little bit better? Okay, eight five five thirty three Way FM is the number. That's eight five five thirty three Way FM. We'll take yours now. I'm curious for you, Libby. Have you ever changed something at work, almost out of necessity? Yes. So our office, uh, they redone it. So now the bathroom is inside where my boss's um, office is. It's in there. 
so we didn't know that you could hear anything that happened in there until, you know, someone finally went. And so me and her sitting there talking, and we hear something, and we're like, she's like, oh, I'm never going in that bathroom again. Oh, absolutely <laughs> so, not. Yeah, you're like, I'm going to go to the Exxon down the street, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, so now we go around to the mechanic's bathroom outside the office. We're like, we are not going in there ever again. I've actually considered, because Betty Rock and I, we have short breaks of time on the show, and we've had times where we've both uh, gone to the restrooms, and they're side by side. And I've, I've, I've halfway thought of uh, making like a noise in there uh, just to see if you could hear me. Uh, like, so I know, you know, where we're at. I'm curious, Bill, have you ever made a change in your workplace to make it better for you? Yeah, I actually moved from the office to a coffee shop. Oh, so you left the building. Hey, if you can change your dynamic and get some coffee, it makes it a lot easier. Now, I do like sometimes getting out of the office to be more creative and stuff like that. It'd be great if you're at the coffee shop and you just start putting up things like pictures of your family <laughs> that hang in their <laughs> cat awesome. poster. You know, just really make it your office. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so it worked out good for me. Now, let me ask you this. Was there any part of you that was a little sad that no one asked you to come back? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know. They're like, oh, he's missing? Oh, Bill, oh. you've been gone? <laughs> Behold God stuff. Uplifting way of him. This is the Wally Show. We like to highlight some of the God stuff that happens outside the four walls of the church. And this one actually happened in a school. There was a coach at a school in New York who noticed that there were six new kids in school. And while they behaved well, she could tell something was going on with them. So she talked to the mom and found out that they were homeless. Oh. And so she said, well, do you have a caseworker that's helping you? And they said, uh, uh, I, I do, but it's not doing enough. And we're just kind of stuck. And that's where this all kind of took off from. So she looked for a place, this coach looked for a place for them to rent and the ladies, you know, that would fit within the ladies' budget. But between the asbestos, mold, mildew, oh. large renovations, like the places she could afford, this coach was like, this is not acceptable, you know, mm -hmm. and, and no one should have to live like this. And so she started talking with a realtor friend about finding a house to rent, but that wasn't going so well. So they're driving down the street. They see this great house, and she asks her realtor friend, why, why didn't this come up? And the realtor's like, well, it's twice the budget you were talking about. But it's vacant. And so this started the ball rolling, and her and her husband walked in, and they were like, we're getting this place. Like, so this family bought this place. Oh, wow. They're letting this lady rent it for below what it should rent for. Oh. And, yeah, so they got motivated, and she said, she was asked, why did you do this? And she says, it's a calling from God. He was nudging me to do more. You wow. Know? And, and she went so far above and beyond for these people. And if it stopped right there, it'd be great. But mm -hmm. it kept going, man. Oh. God calls us to give to the less fortunate than us. And I would lay a night w wondering uh, if, if she was sleeping and how the kids were sleeping. And I was so blessed to wake up where I did. And I felt refreshed to have a quiet night at home in a safe neighborhood. I said, you know what? I want that for her and her kids, oh. too. That's so oh my awesome. And so when God moves one person to do something crazy, it can ignite others. And that's what happened. All of a sudden, her school community gets involved. The entire community in Syracuse gets involved. And they start filling the house up with items. And Aww. like room by room by room, they're filling this thing up. And the family has a full house to come home to that's not only fully furnished. The fridge and freezer are there, totally oh. stocked with food. Holy and cow. a minivan waiting in the garage. Um, Holy a car. Cow. Yeah, That's like, so cool. Like, 
it all started from somebody who felt a tug on her heart that God had put there to love somebody unconditionally and love them well. And look what happened. She radically altered the course of this family's life. And in doing so, also altered the life of everybody Mm -hmm. that got to be part of it as well. And there you go. That's God stuff. Look, I know one of the biggest bonuses of a podcast is being able to skip through things you don't want to hear about, but I would encourage you just to sit tight for just a second, because as the war in Ukraine enters month three, it's hard to believe it's been that long, and you watch all the stories of families being displaced and lives being shattered, and you think, man, that's really sad. I wish there was something I could do about it. Here's the cool thing. You and me and all the potties could get together and actually maybe make a difference by helping families in Ukraine who have been displaced by all this violence. There's nearly 11 million people that have been forced out of their homes. And imagine that. You can't take everything with you. You've got to just pick and choose the few things you can carry as you try to get your family to safety. They say desperate times calls for desperate measures. Well, these are desperate times. That's why the Wally Show is partnering with Food for the Poor and 3,500 pastors in Ukraine and surrounding countries to help feed these people. And here's what's really cool. You can provide a meal for 25 cents, a quarter. What we plug into a gumball machine, you could actually feed a child a meal. So now do some math with me. Your gift of a dollar would actually feed a family of four. Your gift of $10 sends 40 meals. Your gift of $25 will feed 100 people who desperately need it. So while this is a really sad story on the world stage, it is really cool to see the difference that a few motivated potties could make. So text the word WALLY to 91999. That's WALLY, W-A-L-L-Y, to 91999, and we'll send you a link to make a difference today. These are the least important stories out of Hollywood, but nonetheless entertaining. Here's Betty Rock with the least of these. For a while, COVID-19 was the hot topic button on social media, and everyone had an opinion to share, and it's all you heard about. It was what everyone was talking about. Now that things have died down a bit, the hot button topic has changed a bit to less serious things. According to an article I found, each published article written about the defamation trial between actors Amber Heard and Johnny Depp get more interactions from readers than any article written on bigger topics. Really? Uh, you know what? I get this. Like, there are times, like, we would travel out of the country. I remember one specifically. We had traveled out of the country, and we were working with uh, Compassion, and we spent a week doing all these great, heartfelt videos of these kids that need help, and how you could help them, and uh, pouring over these things, editing videos till, like, three in the morning to make sure that people see them, and then the views on them were tiny, and, like, then we shot a video of Joy from Afternoons with Joy uh, getting stuck on an escalator and that one blows up. Like, yeah. you're like you missed the whole point. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was funny, but the whole point was you missed Helping it. Kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get it. Like, I understand this. Well, for example, an article written on Johnny and Amber gets a little over 500 interactions. That's okay. a lot. Yeah. An article written about the war in Ukraine. Gets around 91. Oh, wow. If you're going to talk about inflation, 70. Oh. Abortion? Oh, no. Getting to 141. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, when it comes to Johnny and Amber, they're a hot button topic. Yeah. Everybody's got a got an opinion to share. I know that I've been sucked in. I get a dragged few times. in. I do. I get you dragged in. Yeah. I, I watch the stuff, and I, I've always liked courtroom stuff. And when you see it real, it's very different from the movies and stuff. But I definitely get sucked into it, and I'll find, oh, well, there was 15 minutes. I'm not getting back out of my <laughs> life, you know. So that's true. Avoid the herd mentality. The, the 
Johnny Depp and Amber Herdman. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. All right, that's going to do it for your least of these. Uplifting Way FM, this is The Wally Show. And uh, we got off on this little conversation the other day based on, like, Tom Petty. And, uh, you know, it was cool asking people, like, what are you waiting on? And then somebody called, and this is kind of the conversation we had. Tom Petty said the waiting is the hardest part. And so, Dave, what is that thing you're waiting on? I'm waiting on reconciliation of my marriage uh, with my wife of 31 years. You can either run towards God or run away from God. And my choice has been just to run to God and have as many people as I can praying for me, including putting my name on the uh, WayFM wall. <laughs> oh, yeah, on the prayer wall at WayFM.com. Well, dude, I uh, feel for you, and I really hope that you can get this worked out with your wife. And I'd love to see a praise report someday on the prayer wall that things went the right direction for you guys. Yeah, well, thank you. I am fully expectant that... Uh, I'll be able to post that. See, I love the fact that he was like, I just need a bunch of people praying for me. Even people I don't know, I just need this need brought before God. And he turned to the prayer wall to post that, which is so cool. And the other cool part about the prayer wall is you can actually post updates. And when you've had answers to prayer, I think that's just as encouraging Mm because people see, oh, God is moving. Because there's times and tendencies that we think... Does he hear? Does he listen? Is he doing anything? You know, and so when you see people go, man, God moved in my life and this is what happened. And maybe it didn't even look like I designed personally, like I would design, but he moved and it's amazing. And you can be part of it. Yeah. When you text the word pray to 91979, we'll send you a link to the prayer wall. That way you could post a request if you have one or if you just feel like praying for someone, uh, that's the perfect way to do it. Pray to 91979. And I do believe too, like when you're there posting a prayer request, I'm telling you just i would just encourage you take five minutes and read through some of the other prayer requests and pray for them it's amazing how that will make you feel in the midst of some of your mess you like praying for somebody else and i mean that's i think that's why we're supposed to pray we're supposed to bring things to god you know for the actual request but then i think there's something that happens inside of us when we choose to do that so we'd love to have you uh, be a part of it either posting or praying for one and again it's text the word pray to 91979 Uplifting Way FM, this is The Wally Show. We got a chance for you to win a prize here right now with a little best worst joke. And the way it works is we're each going to tell a joke, but if we can steal each other's punchline, then that joke will no longer be up for contention. You have two jobs here. One, uh, to tell us which is the best worst joke, you know, kind of sit in judgment. That's job number one. And then two... To tell us a joke. It can be a groaner. That's fine. We know they are. Uh, and if you can do so without us stealing that punchline, you will win a prize. But if we steal the punchline, no prize for you. Okay? That's the way the game works. So, Gavin, let's start with you first today. Give us your joke. Okay, this one is cat-related. Oh. So I'm actually kind of worried. Betty might know it. I'm worried that you guys will both get this one. Okay. How does a cat order its steak? Rawr. Done. Well. Rawr. Done. <laughs> Um, you are like rare. Oh, rare, rare. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I got it. Yeah, yeah, I'd say it. yeah. It's out. Yeah, of that's, rawr. that's gone. Rawr. I saw that on TikTok. I thought okay. it was cute. Okay, yeah. The delivery is everything, but it's out. Uh, Betty Rock. <laughs> what does a tapeworm have in common with the Eiffel Tower? <sighs> tapeworm and Eiffel Tower. They're both. I don't know. I, I don't know. You got me. They're both. Paris sites. Uh, what? Wow. What? Heavy. Okay. I do not hate that. I like a good pun. <laughs> well done. Uh, okay. How do uh, scientists freshen their breath? How do scientists freshen their breath? 
experiment? No! Oh, oh my god! No! Oh my god! Oh, I was oh just about gosh. to say it too. Oh, you, you snuck in there. Experiments. Oh yes. my oh. goodness. Well done, oh, Gavin. Awesome. I was literally just about to say experiments, and then you chimed in there. Oh, wow. All right. Well, so that, I win. I'm that a shoe in. You won by default, Betty yeah. Rock. Okay, Woo-hoo! so now that means two jokes have been stolen. So you're going to have to bring your A game today. If you want to get past this thing and win a prize, we have a great comedic mind between the three of us. Uh, it makes one full mind. And so if you can get past us, though, you'll win a prize. 855-33-WAY-FM is the number. That's 855-33-WAY-FM. Bring us your best joke. If you can stump us, you're going to win. Uplifting Way FM, this is The Wally Show uh, with you, Carrie. Thank you for joining us. And this is a rare situation where two jokes, their punchlines were stolen, so you do not have to decide which is the best worst joke. Betty Rock won by default, but I did like yours, Rock. What Thank was it again? You. Okay, so it was, what does a tapeworm have in common with the Eiffel Tower? They're both Paris sites. Mm, love what? that. Even your delivery is great on that. Ah. So, Carrie, your job is to tell us a joke. If we cannot steal your punchline, like uh, was happened to Gavin and myself, you will win a prize. So, what is your joke? How do you make a tissue dance? Oh, I'm so sorry. You I'm put so a sorry. Boogie, boogie in it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, like, yeah. Second grade humor. We know that. We have that <laughs> dialed in. Gotcha, you've mastered it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, I feel bad about that one. You know what, uh, Carrie? We appreciate you calling today. You are a delight, and we have a lovely parting gift just for playing along with us today. Awesome. Thank you, guys. And now, for some good news. Uplifting, Way FM. This is The Wally Show. You know, in a world that's kind of broken and messed up, you got shootings and wars and all that nonsense. It's nice to have a little break from that. And that's why we do Good News Giddy Up, some of the good things going on in life. Remember last week when uh, there was a guy flying a plane and he had an episode and somebody had never flown a plane before had to land the plane when the pilot passed out? That was a big deal, right? Yes. And he did it successfully. Well, we finally now know what happened to the pilot. He had a heart issue, and oh, he ooh. actually had a tear in his aorta, Ow. and oh. so he was down for the count. But because the guy was able to land the plane so expertly and uh, quickly, they were actually able to save the pilot, and he's now home recovering. Well, that's fantastic. So yeah, everybody wins in that story. It's crazy. And now the next time you board a flight, you ask the pilot, hey, how's your heart? How's your heart today? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not asking spiritually. I want to know literally, <laughs> physically, how's your heart? Uh, Gavin, good news, giddy up, go. Queen Elizabeth appeared at Paddington Subway Station to unveil a new plaque for the Elizabeth Line. It's named in her honor. She's never going to ride it. No. But she looked great and is doing better health-wise, so that is great news. Yeah, so she's out. She was wearing yellow, and she looked fabulous in yellow. Of course, she always looks fabulous. It's a great color on her. Betty Rock, good news, giddy up, go. Well, Mother's Day was not that long ago, and now there's a video that's making the rounds of these two identical twin sisters. They're giving a book of photos to their 37-year-old stepmom. And on the last page, she turns it and it asks her, will she officially adopt adopt them? And as soon as she does, she like starts crying. The girls are crying. And then she says, yes. And it's just the sweetest thing. That's adorable. Yeah, it's sweet. And like, now I'm in the will, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Now you have to take care of me the rest of your life. Oh, my (laughs) goodness. And that's going to do it for your good news. Giddy up. 
Well, the podcast is over, but there's still the aftercast. It's new stuff you didn't hear in the podcast. Be sure to rate us on iTunes as well as connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Just search Wally Show. And if you'd like to join our Facebook group made exclusively for you potties, the link is in the description of this podcast. Thanks to Colorado Christian University Online and United Faith Mortgage for supporting what we do.